Welcome to another episode of The Tribe Talks. I am your host, Ama B, a.k.a. Queen Mother of the Tribe. And as I do every week, I have got to big up my tribe. This week's tribe talent goes to none other than my homegirl, Miss Lorene Chesley. Lorene and I have known each other since middle school, way back in the Francis Scott Key middle school days. Um, and I'm so proud of the growth that she's had, the amazing talent that she has shown, and the creativity that continues to pour from her. One of her amazing projects that we're highlighting here is Looks Lunch Love with Lorene. It's a fab and fun online talk show that discusses lifestyle, food, and spirituality-focused topics. Lorene's literary debut, Yes, My Girl is a Writer, uh, The Perfectly Imperfect Christian, examines the journey of acting a fool and going on some wild adventures, all while having the unfailing love of God and the grace to get back up again. The book is available now on Amazon.com, so make sure that you go buy it, read it, support it. Um, and you can definitely also check out Looks Lunch Love with Lorene on YouTube, or you can follow her on Instagram at Looks lunch love welcome 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 so this week um i have got some amazing guests with me um some that have a special place in my heart uh first i'm going to introduce you guys to serrano my homie lover friend husband he is an idea creator educator food maker an amazing father. He's the mind behind the goddamn sauce. Y'all have got to have it. And one half of the duo that is Grand Chef Otto. Say hello to the people, Serrano. What up, though? <laughs> then I have uh, two people who, you know when you meet people and you've never seen them before, but they feel like kindred? These are... This is how these two people make me feel, mm -hmm. and I appreciate them, and I love them, and I'm so happy that they're here. Uh, I'm going to uh, give you all and lift him up, Mr. Toby Wyndham. Uh, he is an actor, writer, and producer. He can currently be seen on Disney Channel and Disney XD as Uncle Will in Walk the Prank. Hilarious. Uh, Toby loves a 24-hour hustle dough. So when he's not in front of the camera, he is producing films, theater, and new media with his company, Renovations Productions. So say hello to the people, Toby. Hi, how you doing? He got the smooth jazz voice. So Toby's better half mm. is here with us today. Chanel Azoro is an actor, artist, writer, and mommy. She co-produces with her hubby in Renovation Productions, which will release her upcoming comedic web series, Roxy Wolfgang. I am so excited about <laughs> that. A few of her film credits include Betty and Coretta, Nostalgia, and soon to be released, Boomhouse Film, Only You. Say hello to the people. Hey, people. <laughs> so I'm... Very excited to have them here. Um, we have been running around doing what married parents do, um, living life, doing things that we've got to do. And so it's been a, a long time coming, but I finally got them here with us today to talk about this topic. And that topic is 
love and marriage. Let's yeah. do it. So um, I'm going to start off by asking you guys, what is your origin story? I start, um, <clears throat> I saw her at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, UAB. And the first time I saw her, she was taking out some trash. And I was like, I'm about to get her. <laughs> and so uh, I went up to the friend and got the friend's trash and I threw it in a dumpster. And then I was like, all right, that's, that's my thing. That's, that's the laid, groundwork laid. And then I then saw her again in a club. We was partying. She came to a party. Okay, well, let me stop right there because <laughs> my origin story is when I saw him in a 10-minute play. And this is what I remember. He was in a 10-minute play, mm -hmm. and I was a biology major, but I, like, secretly loved the theater. And I see this black dude on stage carrying a dead cat and like this black man is like shuffling on the stage like he really believes in this dream and we from Alabama and I'm like man he into it he think he gonna be somebody okay so I introduced myself then we, now we can fast forward that's my origin story and then I do remember when you came up and got my friend's trash and I was like ooh who is that he cute groundwork laid right. then, okay. I, then I see her in a, in a club and I, I go up to her and I was super nervous cause I was like I felt like I was out of her league but I was like I walked up to her and my wife is 7'2 uh, she really Wait. is 7'2 <laughs> <laughs> she like she like five five eleven and I'm, I'm his five. Durant to his Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, you gonna let one of these? So. I was like, you gonna let one of these tall niggas buy you a drink? And then I just walked off. And he comes to my chest, and this is the night that I'm wearing like some sandals, like some real high heels. I rarely wear high heels. Mm -hmm. And he comes to my chest, and he says that to my chest, not my ear. <laughs> and I'm like. You're right. Like, I was the girl that men would, like, buy me drinks. Mm -hmm. And Toby just comes past me right here at my chest. And he's like, you waiting on one of these tall niggas? They got me. I was like, he has confidence. He came right here. And he got it. Oh yeah. Look at me break the throat. <laughs> I didn't buy the drink, though. I didn't buy the drink. <laughs> hey. Yeah. But uh, that's, how, that's how it started. Then we started, um, I think we came together when she she joined the theater department mm -hmm. because she she wanted to do nursing and undecided but she was always a creative mm -hmm. and when she joined the theater department I said I was like you on my turf now oh, I know this about to go down and we started we dated secretly for like two years but everybody knew we was dating but we thought it was a secret <laughs> I was about to say I was like how was it secretly <laughs> but then um <laughs> and then just that's that's the that's how it started yep. yeah yeah okay and how long ago was that 2004 yep. he made it official 2006 when he moved away to San Francisco and I'm still in Alabama so for like a year our official time was 2006 and you guys have been married for six years December yep wow 2012 dude got that right yeah, yeah. That's dope. That's dope. I love hearing origin stories. Like, I love hearing how things kind of came about. Um, clearly, love at first sight, like at first sight, lust at first sight. Challenge at first sight. Oh, okay. She right. challenged me a lot. And I was like, who she thinks she is? We have long conversations. And we laugh at first sight. I don't think it was love at first sight. It was like... I really just wanted to Very see intriguing. if I could get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's if all we're being I honest, right? Yeah. And if we're being honest, like I knew he wanted it, but mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, no, but come here. You know, late at night, I'd be trying to be in some short booty shorts. You know what I'm saying? 
and they're like, oh no, like, come in, I'm tired, you can come on in. Right. And I yeah. used to do the whole thing, like, when I was laying in the bed with her, where it's like, <laughs> Ooh, say this. I don't like, um, I don't like that I'm touching your pants legs, like, why you got pants on? Can you please put on some shorts or something? And I would put up, like, a dumb fight, like, what? This is so crazy, pulling off my shorts and sleeping my underwear. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that's so. It was, that's, but that's she she, cha- yeah. she challenged me and she challenged my she challenged my values. Mm-hmm. She challenged my mind, and I was like, "This is interesting." <clears throat> I love that. I love that. So y'all, do y'all know our origin story? Me and Serrano's no. origin story. Mm-hmm. Kind of, but not completely. So okay. I I want to hear it. <laughs> I, I thought that this, I thought we was doing a whole different topic. What you thought we were doing? We doing? I didn't know, know we was doing this. I was like, yeah, we doing. Love it. I was like, hold up, hold up. Stephen, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm ready for this. Right. I was talking about something different. No, we're, this is the love. See, this is the love of marriage. Oh shit! Now I gotta be in my fields. Oh gosh, here he goes. All right. So our origin story. I mean, we both tell it. I feel like a couple different ways, but I'm gonna keep it concise because. This is not going to be a four-hour podcast. <laughs> um, so it was back in 2005. I just graduated from Temple. To you, motherfucker. Um, Nobody going to Temple. And you know what? So um, I just come back uh, to Maryland um, and started working in D.C. And I was on Facebook. This was on Facebook. You could only get on Facebook if you had the .edu Facebook had like 20 schools. Oh, yeah. Yes, you could only... Like it only had X amount of schools, y'all. Right. You could only get on to Facebook if you had a college email address. Shout out to Howard. It was the only HBCU on that thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And, um, and so I got on there and somebody had uh, sent me a poke on Facebook. And mind you, this is obviously when pokes weren't like creepy. Or right, weird, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, it's like a wink, like, oh, <laughs> like he thinks I'm cute. So, we literally, and that was uh, in September, I want to say, it was in September, yes. yeah, of 2005. 2005. We poked each other good. until <laughs> November of that same year until I sent him a message and I said, uh, so how long, yeah, it was November 17th. I was like, how long are we going to be poking each other? I just want to know. So in case I got to get my finger curls together, I'm ready. And I was like, till we poke. <laughs> I didn't say that. No, okay. that's definitely not what he said. <laughs> that's not what I said. He said, oh, I was just waiting for you to compliment me on my green shirt or something. Because he had a green shirt on his profile picture. I had green polo because I was out here. Polo boy. Hey. Polo and... And we legitimately started talking online um, up until January of 2006. Because, you know, you're on the Internet. So you got to make sure this person ain't crazy. So we talked online up until January and when we went on our first date. And from there, it literally was a back and forth. Um, It was on and off for, what, seven years? (laughs) Initially, it was my fault because I met him and I knew that was going to be my husband. And I was 20-something, and I was not ready for that shit. She didn't want to give me the cookie. So I... <laughs> I ran in the complete opposite direction. So, like, I wanted to to go off and sow my uh, royal oats. I wasn't ready to get married. And so when he was pushing for it, I was like, nah, we can't... You, you're not okay being friends, uh, just friends, and I don't want to be more than friends, so we can't be together. 
And so I darted off. <laughs> and uh, literally a month later, I was just like, shit, I fucked up. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to come back. And so I went back, but this dude was already dating somebody else. Because I was <laughs> out shit. Yeah. Okay, first of all, but I was just like, so how serious are you about me? Out if you. you were out here dating you somebody a month about? after. Look, man. <laughs> I had to get my heart together, man. <laughs> Look, so... So he started dating somebody else, and he was the type of person who did not date multiple people, even though I was, but whatever. I was serial monogamous out here. Yes. That's nice. Absolutely. This is a black man saying this. Yes. I already know. Uh, nice. I was not. <laughs> I just put mine out. Let me stop. <laughs> and so we... uh, It literally was back and forth. So whenever I would be available, he was dating somebody. Or whenever... I was or uh, I was dating somebody, he was available. So we literally went back and forth like this up until I think it was 2012? 11. No, it was 2012. No, uh, it was 2011. <laughs> it was, was 2011. It? No, cuz I was still dating no boy. Right. And it was 2011. You right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> so then so, so we didn't we didn't it's 2012 didn't... you moved. No. T- okay all right you're right okay fine no actually you're wrong but so i was dating somebody who did not want me to be friends with serrano and so we i stopped talking to him and in that time he still texted me i would never respond he would text and say i hope you're doing well i hope you know you're getting everything that you want and that you're doing well you're on my mind no response so cold blooded cold game so me and my ex break up and uh, January or in 2012, and beginning of 2012, and then um, Serrano hits me up, um, he sends a text message, and I think it was just maybe like March, and he says, you know, I was, I prayed for you today, and I, I hope that you are having a great day, and um, and I responded back, and I said. No one will say, will ever say that you are anything less than persistent. Mm. And he wrote back and said um, two things. One, I knew that eventually you would respond back. And two, I would never forgive myself if I didn't keep trying. So that was March. We got together. He came up uh, with his students for a college tour at Howard in April. And we were like... It's been like, what, seven years. We got to stop playing. So that was it. We made it official in April of 2012. And yeah. And then I moved to L.A. Because the person I'd been dating, I'd said I wanted to leave and go to L.A. And he was like, if you go, then it's over. And me, my dumb behind, I was just like, all right, I'm going to stay. This dude, I told him I want to go to L.A. He was like, go check it out. If you like it, I'm going to move out there. He was living in New Orleans at the time. And... I was blown away because I was like, are you serious? Like, you you what? He said, yeah. So I moved my ass out to, to L.A. into this space uh, with Lorene. And, um, yeah, and then the rest is pretty much history. Say, bruh, yeah. I love my wife, bruh. <laughs> I do. She took me through some times. I did, I did. You know I'm not, you know, about? but I'm making it up. That's no, a, be- not- but it's like, a beautiful journey. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, it's... it. It was awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was... It is awesome. It still is awesome, you know? But, like, I remember scrolling through Facebook, poking random jumps. Bloop, bloop, bloop. She had a nice smile. Her hair was short. All the women in my family have short hair, so I like short hair. 
You know what I'm saying? So she had a little curly bush. You know, <laughs> she had nice teeth. You know, she had nice teeth. And she fine. You know what I'm saying? But, like, her smile was, was great. You know, so I clicked on her profile. And she, uh, we like similar musical artists and, and, and movies. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was. Like, I saw Coming to America. I was like, yep. That's that one, mm -hmm. you know. So, like she said, you know, we did what we did, and then I met her, and then I knew I wanted that. I wanted to bag that. I said, "You <laughs> need to be with me." She'd be doing a little fake shit, like she'd be coming over after late night. You know, what I'm talking about like Falling one, two Chanel. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, come lay up in my bed. You know, we weren't even smashing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But like, she would come through and I'd just be like, what the fuck is going, what's going on? You know, I was so honest, like, and so pure at the time. You know what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> so innocent, yeah. I was just like, whatever you, whatever you like, you know? That's fly, bro. But yeah. it's just, it's just this journey, bruh. Yeah. It's so real. That's and, and like, I saw her before I moved to New Orleans. Cause I, cause at at the time her little sister was dating my homeboy, you know what I'm saying. So I was like, yo, I need to talk to your sister, you know, see if we can meet. And um, she came through to the mall. We met at the mall because it's a neutral place. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. So we went to the mall. She came with her homegirl, and we talking. You know what I'm saying. I'm just like, you know, I'm about to move to New Orleans to teach. Um, I just wanted to say bye to you before I left. You know what I'm saying? And all this time, like, I'm hoping, I'm like, she like, nigga, just stay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if she would have told me to stay, I would have stayed. Mm -hmm. You know? But she was like, go, and we'll talk. And, like, I was like, okay, as long as we could talk, you know, that'd be cool. So, like, our relationship was built, like, from 2008 when I moved to 2011, like, on just like some real hardcore friend shit. Like I was never disrespectful to her boo at the time. I wasn't like, leave this nigga, get with me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I never said no shit like that. But like we talked every day. Every day. Skype. Yeah. <clears throat> and then she would like, okay, well I gotta go to bed. I'm gonna call such and such and tell him goodnight. And I'd be like, alright. I love you, dog. And she'd be like, I love you too. No. And it literally was just awesome friendship stuff. Even though we knew like that was there. I was in a situation. I felt like Erica Badu. I'm in. I'm in a situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that jam that right there. Lifetime joint. Lifetime. <laughs> so, so again, it was very. It was. It was friendship based, and so I. I just appreciated it and, and loved I, him for that. I, so I legit thought I was gonna have to marry her, and she was gonna have like some kids, and I was just gonna be like, I'll marry her anyway. I don't give a fuck how many uh -huh. kids she got. With my kids. That's that's real deep. That's real deep. It is deep. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it around and and bring it to um you know we've shared these origin stories and we kind of talked about like where we started and where we've been at. But what I want to know is now that y'all have been in it, y'all been in it for six years. We've been in it for it'll be five years uh, in October. Um, I want to know what's been the most profound lesson that you've taken from being married. And being in love. Think about it, think about it, think about it. Man, for me, it changes so many times. Because at first I was like, oh man, I know how to communicate with her. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Oh man, now I know how to love her family. Oh man, I'm understanding background. Then we had a kid and now it's like, oh my goodness, I'm understanding how to communicate with her. And so I think the most profound thing is um, truthfully understanding that both of us need to be sitting in somebody's therapy because mm-hmm. we both got things that we need to deal with. Mm-hmm. And we thought that communicating with one another mm-hmm. was the thing that we needed to do. Mm-hmm. But you got so much of my, I got so much of my own stuff that I need to deal with with somebody else. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody that's like not, that's not in this relationship because we had the best conversation mm-hmm. when we were sitting in front of the preacher that married us. Mm-hmm. Like we were able to talk and we was like just talking. So I think the most profound thing that I've learned is that I'm here to continue that the, our growth is the best growth that we have is through like the mental health and being me being able to know when I need to shut the hell up right. and just be there for her. Right. And also knowing when it's like, all right, this, I think this is the time when she need me to like come and grab the situation and take over the situation or, or figure that out. Mm-hmm. And it, it shifts all the time. Um, I'll say, yeah, that's the thing for us right now. Um, once we had our child like a year ago mm-hmm. through her, I loved his family even more. Mm-hmm. I loved him even more. Mm-hmm. And like, I see this child and I'm like, she has like so many treasures. Like she has like six grandparents, mm-hmm. seven, a great, great grandma. And I have like, uh, I have my, um, a great grandmother and I have my mom's remarried. Mm-hmm. And so I have my biological father and a wonderful yeah. pops, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, I see his mom differently because she's loving something that came from me. It's right. hers too. Right. But like, I'm really appreciating everybody that's coming for this child. Right. And I think, I'm not saying everybody go out and have a kid in their <laughs> relationships, but for us right now, it's just this love that's coming through what we created. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we can communicate with each other better. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm mad at him, it's not like it was before. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to be like, don't go to bed mad. But now it's like, I'm mad, but this child watching us right now, let's show her that we can communicate through anger. Mm-hmm. And that's making me love him even more. Cause we're like, let's just be happy in this life. Yeah, so I think that's what's profound. And I'm just thanking God that I got this because I didn't get to grow up with a father. And just, he just looks so much more, he looks sexy when he's like talking to Zadie, our child. And I'm like, dang, he <laughs> looks good. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, I didn't know this Come would on, Zaddy. Hey, Zaddy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what's profound for me. I love the fact that, Toby, you mentioned therapy. You mentioned basically seeking help in the relationship, basically to make the relationship healthier, happier, bigger, stronger. So that is a huge thing, y'all that are listening. Like anybody that tells you that therapy is not for, for you, don't believe them. You need to work out the issues that you have when yourself as well as the issues that you might have in your relationship. So, and that doesn't mean just because you go to therapy does not necessarily mean that there's anything wrong. It just means that you are working to uh, maintain a healthy relationship um, and to deal with things that are coming that you might either not have been prepared for or you are prepared for. So uh, I definitely appreciate that um, heavily. Um, Husband of mine, um, what would you say uh, has been your most profound lesson in our marriage or in our time being married? Hmm. Um, damn. 
See, I should have got the questions before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the most profound thing about our marriage. You want me to hop in here? You got it. Oh, no, no, come back to me, yo. Let me. Okay. All right. Let me, so let me get some more time. So I thought I was gonna be ready, but I'm not. You, you are right. This is, but this is marriage, so right. It's okay. Um, one of the things that um, I've been thinking about heavily has been our communication um so the way that i communicate is not the same way that he communicates and one of the things that um and we also have a therapist and we go and sit down and we talk through our 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 issues um is has been communication like that's for me as well um has been communication that the way that i communicate is not the way that he communicates and um but that's okay. Going and sitting down with a therapist actually helped us, I think, turn the way that we communicated with each other a 180, a complete 180 from where it was going. We were going in a direction where I'm like, I 10 years. No, you weren't. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, 10 years down the line, you're looking at this person like, I'm just existing in this space with you. And that's not what we started off as. And that's definitely not anywhere near where I would want us to be. I wanted us to be in a place where we were able to laugh with each other, work through being pissed off at each other because he's not going nowhere and I'm not going anywhere. So I wanted it to be wanted us to be in a healthy space. So communication and in therapy um, and in understanding that we are two people who come from backgrounds that are vastly different in the sense that I grew up with, you know, two-parent home I'm my we're first generation from Ghana the culture that we got from there it's completely different from what we exist in now he grew up um LA to Milwaukee and you know his family dynamic was different from mine so we have our backgrounds coming into this relationship coming into this marriage and we can't think that those uh, elements are not going to affect our marriage. We un- have to understand that they are going to affect our marriage, but in which way? Is it going to be a negative way or is it going to be a positive way? And we are choosing the positive way, especially because of the fact that we've got two boys who are looking at us, just like Zadie is looking at y'all, you know, for an example, as an example um, in their lives. So profound lesson communication is key. Um, yeah, so I think... and. All in all, what everybody is saying, and this is probably um, one of the most profound things that I discovered in being married to this woman is that, like, truthfully, um, being told is love is not enough. <laughs> like, it's not enough. Because, like, she was saying, like, at one point in time, we was in a real bad place real bad and I ain't never want to be in a place where we were that bad and then I also didn't want to be in a place where um we were I was just there to be there you know for the boys or whatever cause I was like I won't be happy mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and I don't want to be happy on the outskirts of being in a relationship where I want to be happy but I'm not you know so it's like she was like, she wanted to go to therapy. And I was like, I don't want you, I don't want to go to therapy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was like, but I need to talk to somebody. I'm like, nigga, talk to me. You know, and she's like, I want to go to therapy. So then I'm just like, 
Happy wife, happy life, nigga. Go to therapy. That's real. So then we go to therapy. <clears throat> and like I'm sitting in therapy and you know, I'm trying to um just make it more about what she needs to do. You know what I'm saying? Instead of actually looking at it from a holistic standpoint of like it's things that I need to do too. You know, so like as the therapist draws me into the shit, you know, now we got all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I got a lot of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I got a lot of shit that's contributing to what's happening with us. So now I got to be held accountable for my shit. Right. You know, so like we've been working. You know what I'm saying? Like we've been working and it's been good. Like this is the happiest I think we've been in years. Yeah. Like yeah. collectively, you know, with two kids and, uh-huh. and everything going. So I want to throw this in there too because I don't want it to, to get seem like we're super happy. Like we got... This woman wrote a divorce letter. Oh, wow. That she wrote it all the way out. Like, mm-hmm. she wrote the whole letter because she was about to divorce me. Like, this is in our in our relationship. And we it was huge. It was a huge fight. And I took this letter, and it's behind our wedding certificate. Mm-hmm. I took it, and I put it behind Because you petty. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm petty, but it's also... It's it could happen, you know what I'm right. saying? Like this totally could happen, and that's how we. I feel like that's how we looking at it. Is like that, that it could, and so I keep that because I'm like, and I'd be like, go get the paper. Whenever we fight, go grab the paper. Great, I sign it. Let's go. But I I love like it ain't it ain't based on it can't love can't sustain. Nah, right. It got to be a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, so. It's a whole lot moving in. It's a whole it's lot just, of moving parts, bro. Yeah, it inspired um, me. And actually, before I push on to the next point, I saw this uh, this joint on Instagram. Good old Instagram. Um, and it, it says, the other day, my grandma told me, when you and him are fighting, you both need to remember that it's you two versus the problem, not you versus him. Hmm. So whatever that issue is, y'all two are us two. We need to come at it together to demolish it and not be against each other in the marriage. Grandma, you know? grandma's smart, dog. Man, grandma's be knowing, yo. Grandma's do be, be knowing. knowing. So my my question to you guys, because you were just talking about, you know, we all I think we're just kind of talking about, um, you know, what we what we were thinking, our expectations and things like that. But what is your what was your perception before you got married what was your perception of marriage versus what you were experiencing now as the reality of marriage is it in line is it is it in sync or is it something completely different from what you perceived it to be i think i treated it like a business agreement and Mm. to a certain extent i still kind of believe it's like you all have to put in what you want Mm -hmm. from it you know but uh I always would approach Toby with like, I could divorce you, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm working more because my speaking of backgrounds, you know, my mom, I seen someone who worked over and over, but if the other person isn't working, mm-hmm. then you need to get out because you could be happier. You know, so you mean your mom was working and working in the in, in a, a relationship, relationship. and okay. the other person wasn't. Okay. And so I saw that, you know, the option is always this, Mm -hmm. you know, but I'm actually with somebody that's working. And I hope I'm answering, yeah, I am answering the question. It's different now that it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy. My husband is not like this rich ass man. You know what I had put in my Bible, like I want this, this, and this, and this, and this. (laughs) God gave me somebody who I really needed. 
because mm-hmm. it's like I'm growing in ways and moving places where I was too afraid to move to, you know, what I really want. Right. I wouldn't have been an actor, my dream, if I wasn't with Toby. So I feel like what I'm learning in marriage, if it's really, when people talk about I'm meant to be with this person, it's in line with your purpose. And mm. your purpose isn't something that you're always agreeing with. Right. Because, you know, your creator has your plan, not Ooh. yourself. Church. She out here dropping gems, mm. y'all. I hope y'all are picking mm. these up. Uh, for, for me, I, I, marriage at first looked like... Um, what I thought my parents had. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fighting, mm-hmm. but no matter the fight, there was a lot of arguing. It was a lot of yelling in my home. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we had, a, we everybody came and it was, um, we laughed, we told jokes mm-hmm. and no matter, we were going to stick together. Mm-hmm. And that was my perception. Once I got married, I told her, I learned more. And I come from a two parent household. Mm-hmm. I learned, I actually feel cheated coming from a two-parent household once I met this woman because I was like, you have an experience that is so amazing for me to watch and see how you transverse life and stuff like that. So now I'm like, I was like, because my it, it wasn't great, but I know a lot of people in, in life look at that as like, oh, but you came from this. And it's like, no, nah, man, we got all of our flaws and it's fucked up in so many different ways. Right. And I'm looking at you and I was like, you turned out dope. Like you, you're a dope person mm-hmm. and you got your everything that's messed up and stuff about you. I was like, ain't no better. And so I, I realized that I was bringing a lot of that same type of fighting and arguing and we got to debate and we got to talk all this stuff out when really I just need to shut up. <laughs> and it's the same thing that I would be thinking when I'm hearing my parents fight. I'd be in the room like, dang, mom, you shouldn't have said that. Right. Like, dang, dad, that was the wrong thing to do. You should have just been but quiet. But I think now that we're, sorry, now that we're together, you do kind of like sit back and listen to your family because I'm like, Toby, why are you yelling? I'm right here. Like my family, we had this joke, but when we go home, now we're watching our families. My family will all be in front of the TV, mm-hmm. but everybody be on their computer, like, doing something or working. Mm-hmm. His family, they'll be around the table talking to each other, but, like, it seems like it's yelling, fussing, but it's not, you right. know? And so it's it's what we come... I come with, like, let me go off and think about this. And Toby's, like, following me, like, let's talk about it now. <laughs> let's talk about it. And I'm like, wait, I gotta go and talk, think about this. <laughs> but, yeah. So, um, I... Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I love it, because it's... It makes perfect sense. You're coming with, again, your background from what your... What you grew up in your perception of uh, marriage is. Um, I never saw my parents fight. Like, I never, he never, I mean, it's also, it, it could be a cultural thing. Ghanaians, Africans, like, I, you're not going to be sitting there arguing in front of your kids. That's a skill. Look, when I tell, swiftly, quiet. And we never saw them argue. To this day, I could tell you that I've never seen my parents argue. That is amazing. I don't know how they did it. Uh, they're mind ninjas. Um... But that does not mean that they did not have their issues and their problems. So my mom was very, very um, hands-on with us. Um, my dad, um, not so much. And I, and I, I'm as an adult now, I'm starting to understand and perceive um, things that I did not when I was a young child and could not see when I was younger. Um, so he was a, he was a bit more standoffish, and a lot of that had to do with his the way that he was brought up. 
not a lot of affection, not a lot of emotion, not really knowing how to handle us as, you know, these little beings who are all up in your face. Like, I love you. I want, I want to touch you. I want to love you and all this other stuff. He didn't understand how to really deal with that and to show that to us. Um, but aside from the fact that one, they didn't argue and my mom was more hands-on with us than our, my dad was, um, I just thought that marriage was from what I saw on TV and in, in, in movies and stuff, I thought that marriage was supposed to be this great, you know, thing where like you find your soulmate and then everything just falls into place. <laughs> everything just falls into place. Like y'all never fight. Cause I never saw it. Y'all never fight. You, um, you, you're happy with each other. Um, you have kids and then they're happy um, and then I got into, we got married and I was like, fuck, that is, someone has yanked the rug all the <laughs> way up out from under me because this is not what I thought it was. This shit is fucking work. <laughs> I thought it was supposed to all fall into place. Mm. So the fact that we've had to, like, he and I have had to learn to communicate with each other, um, learn the fact that marriage is work, that my perception versus my reality is definitely like they were not in line whatsoever. Um, I'm not going to say my, um, my reality is worse, but it's work. And I appreciate that. And I think that if it is worth having, it is worth working for. So that's, that's the truth. I didn't um I didn't have any perceptions of, of marriage for real. My my mom and pop, they weren't married. Them niggas got married when I was in like middle school. You know what I'm saying? In my grandma's house. That's dope. You know, so like and I was I, I don't even was I there? I don't even know if I was there. <laughs> like you know. So um just watching their dynamic uh growing up it wasn't the best and my pop wasn't the best you know what I'm saying um not very affectionate um to anybody for real so I didn't necessarily have a way that I wanted things to look or expect the things to look uh, I just knew I wanted to be better than what they had going you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying well it would be a perception um, then like well yeah I guess I guess you're right um so even in you know, marrying Ama, like, I thought we, I, I thought it was going to be a lot smoother. You know what I'm saying? Coming from the perception that, like, she is my best friend. Like, I love her, like, as a friend, like, over everything, you know? But, like, what you do with your friends, though? Like, your friends beef out. You might not talk to a motherfucker for a smooth week. Like, that's where we was at, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how, I guess, like, that's kind of how, like, we were dealing with the shit, you know? Because, like, when, um... It used to be when she was upset, you know, she would, um, she wouldn't shut talk. Down. She wouldn't talk. She would yeah. shut down. Nigga wouldn't, she wouldn't say nothing to a nigga <laughs> for like a day, you know, and I don't like that shit because I, if I get upset like two hours, I'm like, it's whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like it happened. It was what it was. Let's, let's move on. And she just like, I will cut you, you know, you know how they be like, don't, don't, uh, go to bed mad. She, I'm not ready. She wouldn't talk until she was ready to talk about it. You know, um, so that shit threw me for a loop, uh, real quick, but, but even just in bringing it back to wanting things to be better 
than what I experienced um, in growing up. I am glad that we do communicate. I really don't. I'm still not 100% on um, not arguing around the kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, strictly from a standpoint of like, they need to learn how to maneuver within those circles oh. too. And like having conversations, even even conversations that aren't necessarily the most positive to understand that things are going wrong because kids are little geniuses anyway. So it's like, regardless of whether or not we argue in front of them, they know some shit's wrong, mm -hmm. you know? And they know like people are feeling some type of way, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm working on it though, you know? Cause, but I also don't, I also like to live in the moment and not let things pass because I feel like if it's something that we can talk about and get out of the way in the next five minutes, I'd rather do that versus waiting until we put babies to bed because if shit we argue if we, if we get mad about something at noon we got a whole day right. before we can actually sit down and actually talk about it you know and that's not to me that's not the uh, the healthiest way either I but think, I, I, I mean it's just trying to find the the best fit in what you know which way we need to navigate the systems of that and I think it's um, important to say that because of the fact that we've had the chance to work on that communication piece, we've I've been able to get better at the way that I communicate with him, understanding that just like you were saying, you want to walk away and Toby's like, we got to talk. This is exactly how Serrano is. He's, right. we got to talk. Right. We got to talk about this right now where I'm just like, I need to think about this and process how I'm feeling about this before I actually have this conversation with you. But the, the arguing in front of our kids we don't, when I say argue, like, we not yelling at each other, cussing at each other and whatnot, but it's definitely, you know, I don't agree with this. A civilized It's argument. a civilized, it's still an argument, like, <laughs> yeah. but, like, it's not one of those, like, ratchet type, you know, I'm about to throw some dishes type situations, but, like he said, we want to make sure that our kids understand that, mom and dad, we're not perfect, because my perception of it not necessarily that my parents were perfect, but that, oh, well, they don't argue. Like, right. everything's all fine. Like, where they work stuff out. A beautiful moment that we had with our daughter and and arguing and stuff, because we, we do. We argue several times mm -hmm. in front of Zadie. Mm -hmm. And we are now seeing her mimic us. <laughs> and so she'll be like, oh, 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 oh. like in the middle of our argument. She's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And so I was like, okay. And I realized that I'm that that I feel like that's coming from me because I'm that person. Mm -hmm. But then the other day we were having a, a debate about artistry, mm -hmm. and we were we weren't arguing, we were but it still Avengers. looked like the same thing. And it thing. sounded okay. kind of. And because we, we were just talking passionate yeah. about about this movie and ta and debating the scene, and so she got up and said, wah, 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 wah. and I was very proud of that though. We right. stopped. And we stopped and we, and we said, hey. What We're do you not, have to this say? This is not a fight. Yeah. This right here. And so being able to dis discern the difference between those mm -hmm. was an important lesson that we got to, to impart. And I was like, this is kind of dope. And instinctually, as parents, we stopped and listened to her gibberish mm -hmm. as she smiled at us. And we like, nice. We didn't think about it that way, Zadie. And she was like... <laughs> and we was like... And we looked at each other like, teaching moment. We just did that. <laughs> like, just, this yeah. junk is dope. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. 
That's amazing. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing because I can I can see little Zadie coming up between y'all. Like, oh, you, oh. This is totally. This is... Oh. <laughs> oh. You got her tall. Oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> so, and what, what those kids, yo? That'll be another episode. We'll talk about kids nice. next, the next episode. But like, I just thought that this was the episode. <laughs> That's why I was surprised. But I'm glad. Okay, but well, you know, next time. Communication. Next yeah. time we'll just keep work on that communication. Next time we out here. Um, I I absolutely appreciate the fact that 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 there is lessons in the perception and then the reality of our situations and our in our marriages and then the fact that our kids kind of also guide the way that we are working with ourselves within our marriages because we want to model positive and and healthy relationships. Um, to them so that they know then what to expect for themselves and what they should expect from their partners. So that's, that's pretty dope. Now with all this talk about, you know, you know, communication therapy, teaching moments. Um, what my question is to you is what is your advice or what would your advice have been to your unmarried self years ago? Um, and kind of tell me what your hopes are for your future married selves in the past i would say that's not your husband (laughs) girl go date him stop spending this much time with this guy because you're gonna marry your best friend and you're gonna work right later don't work now for this idiot (laughs) and the idiot being everybody else everybody else not well yeah well you know i choose to deal with this one (laughs) she was talking about toby too (laughs) But yeah, that's something. Okay. And then what what would you say you would want to share with your future self? Future self. I've learned so far that I'm not who I am. We started dating in our 20s. We're in our 30s now. And yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it's going to keep changing. It may not be every decade. It may be like the next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Continue to do what we're doing now is pray together. Mm -hmm. Communicate. And trust outside of my own plan. And ladies, sometimes it's okay to follow the man or whoever's that person that in the relationship that you feel. Because I say sometimes I'm good at it, but most of the time I'm going to go ahead and say it. Toby is the person to make the decisions for this relationship because of the person that he is. Mm -hmm. Not because I will take that, but not because he's the man. I'll let him lead because I really and truly feel like God sent him in my life to lead us. Yeah. 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 See, like look, that. that's good. <laughs> because we in front of y'all. This, that, boy, that boy told me to go cry in the car. <laughs> oh, um, Don't use that against me later. No, no, that was, that was okay. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't okay. do that. I wish y'all could see Toby's face right now and just the <laughs> profound like light that just lit up in him when Chanel said that. That was dope. That was... I think I would tell my earlier self to relax, mm-hmm. um, stop trying to think you know everything, mm-hmm. um, and, and trust a little bit more. Trust and... Yeah, just just chill out. Like, cause I think I'm, yeah, chill out. And the future self, sex is so important. Yes. <laughs> and it's important to figure out mm-hmm. one another. Mm-hmm. 
and to talk about sex yeah and to grow allow it to grow and figure itself out mm-hmm. and i want to continue to in the in the and for 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 the listeners this is in the and most and we've been talking about this so yeah, they like he just most, laying this on right me. <laughs> most, and i'm like oh my god what <laughs> in the most beautiful type of way whatever right. it is that you want with your partner yes. figure that out right and that's what we want is to like figure what it what is it because I I don't want to be I because my perception is that when we get older it's just gonna stop and I'm just be chilling that's my perception I want to I want to stay I'm hey let's, yeah. let's get this you know what I'm saying I just I want that right. for my life be like the people that you got your great grandkids or your grandkids be like oh our grandma <laughs> and grandpa I don't, I don't know you don't want to <laughs> be like we was they was in the back and they get it I, but i wanted to be like they Y'all are still, they, yeah, it's something yeah. that's there they got something there. it's yeah. a, right i legit thought you were gonna say they're gonna be like they were in the back <laughs> no I don't, I don't want that that's kind of like what they but they want to be like they got and i want people to go home and be like so you don't want to be pops around from boomerang right 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 right, right. You, don't right. Want, you don't want that no do not want that okay but like I like for when we like seventy and people be like, they are getting it. Like you're actually attractive to other people because right. you're doing what needs to be done right yeah, yeah. yeah. You appreciating who you are. Well, that's, that's what we learn. I'm so sorry. I have to say this: when we learn, we're two holes together. Mm-hmm. Not this. Not half and be half. my yeah. Yeah. That's what we learn. Yeah. So it's the same in the bedroom. Ladies, come with what you want and what you like. Don't don't be like I was uh, older the in the past self. Mm-hmm. Don't just give him what you think he think yeah. he wants. Have the please yourself. Okay, that yes. might be enough. Yes. 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 <laughs> But we talk about love and marriage, and sex okay. got to be a part of it. We just, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Get like, yours, we can't dude. talk about love and marriage. We ain't nobody talking about sex time. But Toby done brought it out, so, you know, it is what it is. Um, what would I tell my young younger self besides stay in Maryland? Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess, I guess just continue to be patient, man. Trust that guy got your best intentions in, in in her hands. You know what I'm talking about? Because, you know, you 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 come up with the plan and God be like, fuck your plan. You know, <laughs> so I don't even I don't even plan no more. Like, because mm-hmm. what's meant to be is going to be. And that's like a testament of our relationship because we were out of this joint for like six years. You know? I mean, that's it. Seven, six, <laughs> six, seven, six, nine, eight. Um, but the thing is, you know, it was like, what's meant for you is going to be for you. Or like Earl Simmons said, you know, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, it's yours. If it wasn't, it never was. Hold me down, baby. Hmm? You know? <laughs> so um, that's what I would tell. That's what I would tell young me. Is just be patient and uh, fuck your plans. And then for future me, um, I will still have to say, <laughs> be patient, you mm-hmm. know, because that's something mm-hmm. that is never going to, something that's never going to leave. And also be, uh, also be able to bend a little bit or bend a lot of bit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because the mm-hmm. thing is, you know, 
happy wife, happy life, but also happy me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do I find the median between what makes her happy and also what makes me happy at the same time? Because I too am important, you know? Um, so being able to, to, to figure that out is, it's going to be paramount. Hmm. Um, so for me, um, what I would tell my past unmarried self is you do not have to sow your royal oats. When you realize that that person is it, you should realize that that person is it. Spend the time growing, um, and, uh, growing not only as yourself, but growing with that person. So I, I feel that I know everything happens for a reason and you go through your experiences, uh, to to learn what you need to learn. But I also feel like I could have avoided a lot of heartbreak and heartache and more time with my husband now if I had mm-hmm. done what I should have done in 2006, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, it all led to where we are now. We're married. We've got two beautiful boys. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're living our best life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we ain't got nothing with you niggas. We're living our best life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes to the song break um and for my future self I would say um continue to be faithful not only to your feelings your intuition mm-hmm. that radar that God gave you in order for you to understand what is right mm. and what is wrong um but also be faithful to your husband, be faithful to your role as his wife, um, and be faithful as the mother of his children. You are the bearer of, of life, the life that you two created. So just be faithful to that. Um, yeah. So that, that, that's my, um, that's my and y'all, opinion. she looking at her husband in his eyes <laughs> as she says this. That's sexy. <laughs> Cause I love him. Yo, we're in this together. We not, we not, we not playing that divorce game. We're not gonna do that. I know it's different for everybody, but I'm about to bust her down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Huh? Like, oh no. <laughs> Just talking. Talking. Um... <laughs> So, so in all of this, I have to say thank you to both of y'all so much for being here, for having this conversation with us, for sharing y'all's vulnerability, for giving us y'all truth, um, allowing the tribe into, uh, your space, your marriage. Um, I really appreciate y'all. And, and when I look at examples of marriage when I was younger, um, I didn't really see a lot of positive marriages. I didn't see a lot of, uh, uh, fighting for each other, um, lifting each other up. And so it, it, it makes me so emotionally full when I see my friends in these marriages that are, in my opinion, positive they're healthy y'all are growing you are setting examples for the future generations to come of what marriage should be so i have to say thank you to y'all too for being a part of our tribe for being a part of our circle for creating a, a, a an example of what marriage should be or could be
So, yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you kindly. So, with that that being said, before we wrap up, every episode I ask my guests, what is your tribe power? And your tribe power is basically what do you bring to the tribe to make it bigger, badder, stronger, more amazing, more phenomenal? Um, Every episode I share that my tribe power is connection. I like bringing people together and allowing them to create relationships outside of me. Um, to basically grow their purpose. So I want to ask you guys, uh, Serrano has done this a couple times. If you don't want to share yours, that's completely fine since you've done it before. But I'm going to ask Chanel and Toby, what do you guys believe your tribe power is? Don't look at me. Yeah. You need to do it to you. Hot. No, <laughs> I believe mine is um, gathering. I I can I can um I I can I I will I will harness the people to be like let's go let's go here mm-hmm. and we going to have a party and so um gather <laughs> you're a gatherer gather you know back in the day it was hunters and they were gatherers <laughs> but I hunt I don't I, I, I guess I, what what is this what does this mean like this is this you is, call them you call them together like you you bring people together yeah. so it's i mean it's it's similar to mine it's the connection it's you create the space in order for people to come together you're gathering yeah. bro. okay yeah. it is what it is nah but see when we went on the trip like and they was like you got a spear throw a spear and they was like i threw the spear and i hit it on the bullseye they was like you a hunter so that's in hawaii and that bullseye wasn't that far away but you got it <laughs> But you gather the people to get there. See? Come on now. And then the wife coming together. And what I bring is honesty. There we go. (laughs) True. I'm going to be real with you. So that's what I bring. Okay. All right. All right. We have got the the tribe power of truth from Chanel. And we've got the tribe power of gathering. Gathering. (laughs) And pulling together uh, the tribe from Toby. So... Thank you both so much again for being here. We're in this hot ass room, but it's it's all good. This is nice. It's all good because we are burning calories. We're literally doing the work that we've been given to do. So, um, if the people want to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Where 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 can we find you? Instagram at Chanel Zorro or at Renovation Productions. Uh, Holler at me on Insta at Toby Wyndham. And my office hours are for <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag my office hours are. Um, and then for... Serrano, do you want to... I mean, I'm just, you know, regular man out here, but I'm on Instagram, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know, am I alienated <laughs> for my, my my IG, you know, Grand Chef Auto for my, my, my catering, goddamn sauce for the... The goddamn sauce. Right. So, you know. So good. GDSauce.com. GDSauce.com. Holla at it. Um, and then for those that do not already know, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Tribe Talks. If you have anything you want to share with the tribe, you want to lift somebody up, you want to share any information, make sure that you email us at thetribetalks at gmail.com and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.